0: My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.
1: Good morning, Poland County, and here we go. Oh, I'm so happy you are joining me for another Saturday morning from about 9 to 0, about 9.30 for another edition of My Sports. I'm your host, Pete Seymour, as we are cruising our way through Season 2, and we are going to wrap up the football season today on our end. with the head coach of the Paulding Panthers, guiding his Panthers to the first playoff berth in school history, that is Coach Jim Menzi. Also, we'll have the head coach of the Paulding cheerleading squad that has been behind these football players all season long that will be jennifer bradford she'll be on in a little bit and we will talk some all conference teams first teams, second teams and honorable mention teams announced this past week we will chat all about it whoever you are and whoever you're listening my name is pete seymour thanking you for not just joining me this week but every week for another episode of my sports we get it all rolling right after this stay with me Paulding County. we'll be right back
0: Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern corn belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com.
1: Back here on my sports, as the head man for the Paulding Panthers joins us, that is head coach Jim Menzies. Coach Menzies, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. So, Coach, one win a year ago, a playoff berth this last year. What was the main difference from the beginning of the year to the end of the year? Just getting kids to buy into the system and make them believe we can uh, overcome and uh, finish strong. So, Coach, you start out with a win, then you take a loss at Spencerville, and then a big win at Delphus Jefferson. You then rattle off three wins in a row, Fairview, Edgerton, and Hicksville with a close loss to Ayersville in there. What point in the season did you see this team really flip the switch? We've seen it early on just by how they've been
2: practicing and how much dedication and stuff the boys have had and how much they've grown this one year. But the maturity level just kind of escalated everything up to to the next stage, I guess.
1: Can you tell me what this senior class means to this group?
2: Another well, the senior class means a lot. A lot of leaders in that group. Not very many, looking seven, eight kids, but they all bring a uh, different perspective, you know, some leadership, some qualities. They're all spread out throughout the team, so it wasn't like a lot of seniors and wide receivers. They were some here and there, which which helped, helped make the rest of the kids focus. I guess.
1: Can you talk to me about how you managed your quarterbacks throughout the year? Because we saw uh, both of two really good players and how Fife also stepped up into a mentorship role.
2: Well, I mean, my offense coordinator and uh, quarterback coach Kyle roplin Builder stepped up. He he worked with them guys, I mean, just exclusively with them and helped them mature and kind of helped them break down some and, and go that part. But Pipe, uh, you know, four years, uh, been a four-year starter, three-year starter, I guess. And he come in understanding what we believe and what we need in the offense. And Cold Hunt, you know, when Pipe got hurt last year, he stepped up to a great role. And I thought both of them could bring something positive to the team. So, Utilizing both of them in the in the season really helped them grow and mature together.
1: Now I talked about a lot of a lot about Kobe four and his offensive game, but man, having him and Jack Woods in the middle on defense that was a terror for offenses in the GMC this year.
2: Oh, absolutely. Jack is, uh learning to come into his own. He's he's stepped up. He's he's he knows what it takes to kind of see the lanes and read the lanes and go. He's uh, definitely. A force of reckoning on both sides of the ball, actually,
1: as being an offensive guard too. Can you take me through the game at Wayne Trace? You guys get a playoff berth, beating a rival on the road—something that this team hasn't done in a while. What was that night like, and how proud are you of the guys for sticking through that game? Because it was a gritty one.
2: Oh, yeah, the boys definitely overcame some adversity in the game. We've seen the momentum starting to change. We didn't get away too far. They came back which is pretty good, seeing that they could rebound like that. And uh, knowing that, you know, Pony's never been in a playoff game, so these boys, they gave him a little bit of extra boost, I believe. They kind of put him over the edge and seeing what was uh, coming down. The the boys have been in the same spot all year. They've they've been in the game. They could have pretty much clinched that. But, again, it's just trying to figure out how to to win. That was our big thing. And when we got down to where we needed to uh, succeed and – the boys all stepped up and overcame
1: a, a great win. One thing I wanted to ask you, Coach, is you played with a very young secondary this entire year. Both of the man's boys were out there. What can you say about some of the underclassmen that really stepped up through the latter half of this year? Yeah, the boys have really stepped up. I mean, the freshmen especially, they, they got put in a role.
2: We had a few start last year for us, and we had uh, three or four coming in the roles this year, which has been exciting. Um, i think it's gonna give us a bright future um i kind of looked at it and um, we needed them to step up and they didn't have a problem of filling some uh, pretty big shoes
1: yeah i was very impressed by that they stepped right up into roles no matter where it was if there was an injury on one side of the ball it was just you know another young underclassman coming in and playing playing good ball so having those guys coming back how do you keep the success rolling into next year
2: well it's Keep the program growing. That's probably our biggest thing. We're losing seven, eight kids as seniors, and it looks like we might be grown as much as 18 eighth graders.
1: Wow, nice. Okay, because I wanted to ask about that JV that JV program and the eighth graders and some of the guys you see coming up here. But that's awesome to hear that you have you have a lot more making the program a little bigger.
2: Yeah, we didn't play JV this year because we had a we had a lot of roles to fill and experience, and we we utilized a lot of the kids on Friday nights and. I just felt that uh, if we did that, it would probably fatigue them and chance of injuries and stuff like that going on because, like I said, a lot of them played Friday night. So um, we canceled the J.B. uh, season pretty early. This year coming up, we're really looking forward to bringing J.B. back and getting some uh, players developed. That would help the program grow even more.
1: Can you just speak on how important it is to have such a quality feeder system? So, from these kids at a young age, know the concepts and the philosophy that you're trying to teach? It's bringing them up young and getting them, I just think, as long as they know what's expected of them in their ability, I think
2: um, they can over adapt. They can, they can adapt. I'm sorry, they can overachieve. And, and we find um, one thing we preach is, is to learn the system. You're going to make mistakes. And as long as we
1: can overcome that part, we should be. A pretty solid team. Now I know we just wrapped up the season. The Paulding Panthers, a big-time playoff berth this year. But what were some of your big highlights from this last year, and what are you looking forward to for next season? Well, the highlights
2: is seeing the boys win, smiles on their face, knowing that the program's moving in the right direction, overcoming the adversity they've had. You know the taste um, that the Paulding, the Panthers have been through in years past, and uh, I think uh, the weight room has definitely helped them, and keeping the same fundamental offense through junior high and high school. I think that'll help the boys develop a lot more quickly and maturely as they progress through the ranks. They bought in pretty early and this year we're we're talking about, you know, we got a thirty day wait period going on right now and the boys are texting and it's kinda they're kinda foaming at the mouth as you'd say, but they're trying to get in there and but understanding that what's needed, you know, we encourage the boys to, you know, band drama plays, track, basketball, we encourage them to be multi sport uh, kids and it keeps them in shape, but I'm um, also just make sure they understand that what we expect them as football players and, and become mature young men, You know, especially in the, in the classroom.
1: Thank you so much for the time today. Congratulations on the playoff berth, and man, this is an exciting team to watch. I'm already looking forward to next year.
2: Thank you very much. And have a great day.
1: This has been the head coach of the Paulding Panthers, Jim and We'll have plenty more of my sports. We'll talk to all conference teams, and we'll chat with the head cheerleading coach, Jennifer Bradford for the Paulding Panthers, All that and plenty more on the other side of this break. Stay with me, Paulding County. This is My Sports here on My102.7
0: Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas the paulding county economic development office supports all county sports related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the paulding county economy the antwerp athletic boosters are proud to support all of our antwerp archer athletes join us for a sporting event
1: and cheer on the archers back here on my sports as we just wrapped up with the head football coach of the paulding panthers jim Menzie. As now it's time to welcome the head cheerleading coach to the show, and that is Jennifer Bradford. Coach Bradford, thank you.
3: Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having
1: me. So let's start with the football season. How was the football season for your girls and getting to experience a playoff atmosphere that had to have been pretty special?
3: Yeah, absolutely. The girls had a blast. The team was super inviting this year. Um, Coach Fenty's great. He involves the girls in everything that they do. So it was really special to be able to watch them kind of go through the season with the football players. And then to be able to experience their first you know, round of playoffs, that was super exciting. The girls were really pumped going into it. They had great energy, as did the boys. And even though it wasn't really the outcome that we wanted, um, everybody did really a great job.
1: Absolutely. And can you take me through the, through the year? And I know you have more than just your team that cheers on Fridays. Can you take me through all the different teams you have, your competition team and the rest?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we have three teams, I guess, throughout the year that we have. So we have a football squad, um, a JV varsity football squad. We have our JV varsity basketball squad. And then we have our varsity um, competition team.
1: Okay, and that competition team just recently placed in second, correct?
3: Yeah, we went to an OASSA, an invitational event to prepare for regionals, and then we placed second, which is
1: really great for where we are in the season. Can you tell me how you prepare for some of those competition meets, let alone to just cheering on Fridays?
3: Yeah, um, so it's very different, um, the way that we prepare. So Friday nights, uh it's like an extended time so they have to know a ton of cheers chants, band dances things to get the crowd engaged so stunting jumping things like that um and it's more for like a prolonged period of time um so they have to you know be able to do it for four quarters so they learn a lot of material in a very short period of time and they're you know expected to uh, execute it really well um In terms of competition, we do things very differently. So um, they learn one three-minute routine at the beginning of the uh, end of the summer, where they learn at the end of July. Um, And all we focus on at practice is that three-minute routine, executing it perfectly, um, working on timing, spirit, energy, that type of thing. So that team does a lot more endurance training, because those three minutes are like the most high-energy three minutes that they'll ever have in their entire life. So they, we need, they need to have really good endurance. So we do what are called pullouts, um, where we run the routine as if we were competing it. Um, and a lot of times we'll do, you know, eight to 10 pullouts in a practice on top of reviewing some things and then, um, some type of a strength training workout at the end.
1: And that's what I really wanted to ask about, too, is some of your workouts. Now, obviously, I have no experience cheerleading, but <laughs> going, uh, going to BG, I was actually really good friends with um, one of the head cheer coaches, and the yeah. workouts, my gosh, there's some pretty strenuous workouts, and I see them going Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of an eye-opener.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, all of my team goes to the weight room um, at least once a week, and we do kind of like a full-body strength workout. Um, and that at most of our practices will start with kicks and jumps um, to keep up their flexibility and increase their jumps and kicks. Um, and then for like regular season, so not my competition team, we'll usually end practice with either during football season, we would either run the mile or we would do some other type of like endurance workout. Um, my competition team does a lot more. Um, so we do a lot of like, you'll do a full out, you'll do a workout, you'll do a full out, you'll do a workout or you'll do a full out and you run, um, so that they're not really getting a break in between to really work on that endurance because even though it's only three minutes, it's very strenuous. And a lot of them have never had to push themselves that much for three minutes. And it's, it's a
1: lot. So now when does your season start in terms of cheerleading (laughs) for, I guess we'll start with football and then competition.
3: Yeah, so football starts first week of August, and we're done whenever the boys are done. And then we unfortunately move right into basketball season. So I have girls that will cheer from, some cheer from July until March. Like, it's a very long season. Um, competition, we start mandatory workouts usually in July. And then um, at the, towards the middle end of July, we bring in a choreographer to learn the whole routine. Um, and then we have a choreography week where the only thing we do is work out in the routine and learning it and getting that muscle memory. So those are pretty long days. Like the day the choreographer comes, they're there for about eight hours. Oh wow! Um, yeah. And they learn the whole three minute routine, um, in that one day, which is really difficult. Um, it's a lot of material to get through in one time. So they learn it on usually on Monday and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll have a three to four hour practice every day to go through each section of the routine and make sure that they know what they're doing before we get into, like, pull and stuff like that.
1: Wow. So, yeah, it's a process, to say the least. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me individually about some members of your squad and how you've seen them grow this year.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, I had a couple of girls that I had never cheered before come on to my JV squad, a Mariana Stiltner and Anna Clemens. And they have absolutely blown me away. Like if you watch them on the sidelines, you would never realize that they had never cheered in their life. And it's a very difficult thing to come into. Oh, Addie P is also on varsity. She had never cheered either. To look at them on the sideline and to not really be able to tell that they're new is huge because they learn a lot of material in a very fast amount of time. So to be able to learn all that material and then execute it like people who have been cheering for four or five years is, is really
1: great. That's a lot to remember.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And we go really fast. Like we don't have a lot of time before the season starts. So I mean, we're learning 30 things in a practice when the season starts, 30 chants, you know, 10 cheers, a bunch of band dances. We're learning it fairly quickly. So they do a lot of work outside of practice, which definitely
1: helps. And you can really tell. How many girls do you have that go through football, basketball and do competition?
3: I have seven that do all three. Okay. So seven out of my eight competition girls do all three
1: seasons. Wow. Yeah, that's a long year. Yeah,
3: it is. Yeah. I mean, and and it really is. And I try to, you know, break it up and give them breaks when possible. But unfortunately, there's just so much to get done that a lot of times, like during basketball season, there's a couple weeks where we have practice Monday through Thursday, game Friday, Saturday, they compete Sunday, and we start it all over again on Monday. So they don't get a break at all. So they really do push themselves. um, and they all keep up their academics, and, yeah, they, they do amaze me
1: sometimes. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So what are you guys looking forward to most come basketball season?
3: For basketball season, I'm definitely looking forward to – so we have a full squad this year. Um, we have 16 girls, uh, so nice. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing everybody out on the sidelines. And we have some fun things planned for the year, some really great um, halftime oh. routines that we're planning. And then, of course, our senior night at the end of the year for basketball season is always a big highlight.
1: Well, Coach, we look forward to seeing your squad out on the sidelines for hoops this year. Congrats on an awesome year so far. And like I was talking to Coach Menzi about a playoff berth, some playoff atmosphere, and some really good experience. The student-athletes and the cheerleaders.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: This has been the head cheerleading coach of Pauling High School, Coach from Bradford, with plenty more of my sports after this, here on My 102.7. This program is sponsored in part by
0: the Wayne Trace Boosters. Please join us at a Wayne Trace sporting event as
1: we cheer on our Raiders. At home and on the road. Go Raiders! Back here on MySports as we talked to Jim Menzies already today. We talked to the head cheerleading coach at Paulding High School in Jennifer Bradford. So we need to completely wrap up football season by going over the GMC All-conference football teams from this past year. The Offensive Player of the Year, Carson Ultimus. No surprise there, the senior from Antwerp. A phenomenal year at the quarterback position. The Defensive Player of the Year, Grady Gustwiller, the senior from Tenora High School. So let's start with the first team. A ton of Paulding County names sprinkled in to the first, second, and Honorable mention team says let's take a look at the receivers first. Landon Brewer, the senior from Antwerp, and Abe Delano, along with Scotty Krantz, the junior from Edgerton, receive first-team All-Nods from Antwerp. Xander Smith in the middle at the offensive tackle position. Offensive guards include Cyrus Gale and Brady Clark. Cyrus from Antwerp and Brady from Airswell. At quarterback, like I mentioned, it is Carson Altimus. At running back, Reed Leichty the senior from Antwerp, also joined by Gustweiler and Torian Knevin, the junior from Ayersville. Defensive tackles, Hayden McConnell, the junior from Ayersville, Sean Murphy, senior from Edgerton, and Carter Radzik, the freshman from Tenora. At linebacker position, Reed Leishti, the senior from Antwerp, Brady Clark, the senior from Ayersville, and Grady Gustweiler, the senior from Tenora At defensive back, Landon Brewer and Cam Fuller both checking in on the first team from the Antwerp Archers. On the second team, at the receiving positions, Cam Fuller from Antwerp and Jude Stoller, the senior from Wayne Trace, a big play threat for the Raiders. At the offensive tackle position, Kyle Forer, the senior from Wayne Trace, and Zane Wolf at the center position. The offensive guards include Austin Miller from Antwerp and Jack Woods from Paulding. Second team, all-conference quarterback, William Zedike, only a sophomore from Fairview, and he's going to be really good, and that Fairview team's going to be pretty good coming up here in a few years. Kobe Four from Paulding, Tucker Antoine are two of the three running backs listed on the second team, joined by Joey Gussinger from Tenora. At punter, Cooper Wenslick, man, he was a game changer for the Raiders, flipping the field all season long. He checks in at the second team. At the linebacker position, Cyrus Gale from Antwerp and Jack Woods. Man, that's a tough one for Jack Woods. That's tough for him not to be first team. I'll make a case there for Jack any day of the week, but congratulations to Cyrus and Jack Woods at the linebacker position. Dylan Shuff-German, a monster at the defensive tackle position for Paulding, was the senior. Dyson Scott. The junior from Tenora will also check in on the second team. Landon Foltz from Wayne Trace and Cohen Heitzman from Antwerp at the defensive end positions round out the second team. Let's talk about some of the defensive backs. Jude Stoller. The senior from Wayne Trace also getting his name on the list. And the honorable mention team looks like this. Caden Winslow, the junior from Antwerp. Blake Roanhouse, the sophomore from Paulding, who is just a great athlete. I'm looking forward to seeing him on the basketball floor. Also from Wayne Trace, Dylan Hildebrand, the senior. Noel Parody, the junior. Nate Osborne, the senior. From Paulding, Caleb Larson and Jesse Schaefer. We called their names all season long. Both seniors checking in on the honorable mention category. Cole Moorhead and Blake Osborne, both juniors for Wayne Trace. As well as Dylan Schuff-German from Paulding. And rounding it out, Hudson Myers and Kyle Stoller, both from the Wayne Trace Raiders. So that is a look at your 2023 all-conference GMC football teams. Once again, the Offensive Player of the Year, Carson Ultimus, the quarterback from Antwerp. Well, we'll be right back to put a lid on this one. We've had a jam-packed episode. A big thank you to our two guests today, Jim Menzi and Jennifer Bradford, the head cheerleading coach at Paulding. But it's time for a short break. We'll be back to put a lid on this one. My name is Pete Seymour, and I thank you for joining me for my sports. Stay with me. We're back right after this.
0: Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important. And then, boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable, cooler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals. You can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today.
1: Back to put it on another edition of my sports. And of course we have to start with some thank yous and we'll start with our guests. Number one, the head coach of the Paulding Panthers leading Paulding to their first trip to the playoffs in school history. That is head coach, Jim Menzi. Also the head cheerleading coach, Jennifer Bradford. We thank you both for taking the time to come on the show today. More thank yous need to go out to our sponsors because they're here with us every single week and those go out to the athletic boosters of Wayne Trace, Paulding and Antwerp, Dooley Funeral Homes, Paulding County Economic Development, Schweller Electric, and Williamson Crop Insurance. We thank you all for your support every single week on this show. Well, that will about do it for me today. We had a great time with our guests today. We were able to talk some all-conference football. Man, and we still have a few more weeks till basketball starts up. But for now, whoever you are, and however you've been listening, my name's Pete Seymour, thanking you for not just tuning in this week, but every week to another edition of My Sports. I hope you have a great week, Paulding County. I'll talk to you next week. Same time, same place. This is My Sports on My 1027, and I'll see you then.
0: My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.